From the Upshot section of the New York Times, Why Sanders' Working-Class Votes Are So Important, by Nate Cohn. The Bernie Sanders coalition is starting to look interesting. If you had told me a month ago that he would win New Hampshire by more than 20 percentage points and would barely lose in Iowa, I would have shrugged. It has long been known that he fares very well among white liberal voters in white liberal places, like New Hampshire and Iowa or later Oregon and Wisconsin. But with the actual results in and counted from two states, it is clear that Sanders is faring much better among less educated and working-class white voters than Barack Obama did in 2008, or than other idealistic liberal candidates like Howard Dean and Bill Bradley did. The pattern holds no matter how you look at the data. The exit polls show Sanders doing best among less affluent voters, and it's not just because young voters with whom he's very popular make less money. The actual returns also show that Sanders fared well in many of the places where Obama was weakest, like far western Iowa and southeastern New Hampshire. Sanders' strength among white working-class voters is important because it gives him a chance to overcome the challenge past progressive candidates faced. Well-educated white liberals, the sort who supported same-sex marriage before it was popular nationally, simply don't represent a large enough share of the electorate to win a Democratic primary. Obama overcame this by winning black voters by a huge margin in 2008, something Sanders has no hope to repeat. Even then, Obama won the nomination by a hair. Whether it's enough for Sanders to overcome his sizable deficit in national surveys will hinge on two big questions. One, does success with the white working class in Iowa and New Hampshire translate elsewhere, particularly in the South? It might seem obvious that Sanders' strength among less affluent white voters in a state like Iowa or New Hampshire would imply similar strength in Oklahoma or South Carolina, but it's not that simple. Ask Obama. He won the white vote in Iowa and lost by three points in New Hampshire. He probably lost the southern white vote by more than 30 points. One could dismiss Obama's weakness as a product of racism, but the same thing is true in presidential elections more generally. Democrats win white working-class voters in Iowa and New Hampshire. They lose white working-class voters by more than 20 points nationally. This was true long before Obama. The answer to this question will boil down to whether demographics or political culture is more important. Does it matter more that you are less affluent? Or does it matter more that you come from an area with a liberal political culture? Political analysts often treat these two factors interchangeably, mainly because the data usually only lets us look at one or the other. But in reality, demographic characteristics like education are often far less important than geography. The differences among white working-class voters across the country, for instance, vastly exceed the differences between more and less educated voters nationwide. The results themselves offer perhaps a very slight clue. Southern Iowa is right along the border with Missouri. The Iowa-Missouri border unofficially separates northern and southern voters, a legacy of the Missouri Compromise, but there's a little bit of spillover that's often evident in election results. The area often favors southern candidates. John Edwards won it by a lot in 2008, and so did Mike Huckabee that year. Rick Perry even had rare success there in 2012. 
Hillary Clinton defeated Sanders by 10 points in the counties along the Iowa-Missouri border, and she fared best in the counties where Southern candidates tend to excel. Taylor County, which voted for Perry, gave Clinton 70% of the vote, her best county in the state. John Edwards' best county, David County, went for Clinton by a 58-42 margin. 2. Can Sanders narrow the gap among non-white voters? The cold reality for Sanders is that he does not really have a path to victory unless he can significantly narrow or even erase Clinton's edge among non-white voters. Just take the results in Iowa and New Hampshire, which Sanders won by about a total of 12 points. If Sanders were to win the white vote by 12 points nationally, and that strikes me as unlikely given the states in question, he would need to close his deficit among non-white voters to 20 points to fight Clinton to a draw. If he merely tied...